when this first came, when he first put it on people's uh, plate was was uh, back in November. Because that's the time people plan vacations. Right. And I remember asking the community, there's no way that we can plan a vacation. Now, how can we even think? And hopefully, I, I, at that point I was hoping that by the time January would roll around, right. things would be, we'd be in a better place. I didn't think we'd still be here. But you, so I said, so your vacation won't be so well planned. It just, you can't plan a vacation without you're still suffering this. Right. But now we're, we're at the time when the schools are closing and the kids are home. And I think that uh, having this conversation and getting out there, so for me, it's an opportunity not only to tell people what I think we shouldn't be doing, but more important, <laughs> to tell people what we, what we should be doing. Right. And that, uh, I think as a result, we have so many creative people and so many creative parents that uh, it'll generate many, many more ideas. How should our vacations look different this year with, given the situation in Eretz Shal and Israel? Today's episode is going to be focused on answering this question, both from the perspective of if you already have a vacation planned or if you don't have a vacation planned and how we can best talk to our children to give over the right message to them. We have the pleasure of being joined by my Rebbe, Rev Neuberger, who was the Rosh Hashiva in Yeshiva University of NYU, and as well the Mar da Asra in Congregation Beth Abraham in Bergenfield, New Jersey. And uh, thank you so much, Revi, for taking the time. Thanks for the opportunity. So this, you know, this this really was sparked by Revi sent out an email probably about a month ago um, to the entire Kahila, and it was a very very powerful message and a very timely and very practical message of the. Our, our vacations shouldn't be the same this year. And the Rebbe went through, you know, a couple of different points of how should we approach our vacations and both meets out our children and also in terms of just ourselves and the way that, you know, for, for our own approach towards the, you know, the entire situation in Israel. So what would Rebbe say for a family who, let's say, got this email from Rebbe and had already booked their vacation? What can they do now at this point to make sure that it is you know, within this appropriate manner that, in the, or, you know, in the ideal way, while not let's say necessarily, they already have some plans and they don't want to take away too much from either from their children's experience or even like, as Rebbe said in the email, that they need that, you know, break and they, they, they need that rejuvenation. So how does, what's the proper balance for this? As indicated, we, because we live lives that are probably have greater stress than we should have. And because families often don't spend enough time together, enough relaxed time together. Um, and often because of the schedules of, of parents and some, sometimes the schedules of adolescents and they're running from activity to activity, there isn't the time for families to connect. So there is a, there is a great value in spending time together over the course of vacation and um, in having the opportunity to set time aside where one really can be disconnected from social media and from one's phones. So those are all great values and we should not give them away in this situation. So in the situation that you're describing, but I, I still think that the family should have a conversation and the family can still address their time together in two ways. One is to walk it back a little bit. 
In other words, if there's an activity, if their normal vacation is the morning to an afternoon activity, so make them shorter. Or maybe give up uh, an afternoon activity. Mm-hmm. Um, and involve the, the children in the conversation. Um, there's a reason why we're walking back to vacation a little bit. And that doesn't mean that we should increase unstructured time, which is not good, or increase time where people are just watching uh, uh, videos. And so that's that's not a healthy way to go. Sure. Um, in that case, the more activity that the stu- that the kids have, the better. Uh, but if you can walk it back somewhat, and at the, and then and in the time that we walked it back, do something which connects us with the Jews of Eretz Yisrael. Take on a learning project. Take on uh, could be some some nova. You take on some mishnayos and. And then give have a have a feeling that we're doing something for the Jews of Eretz Yisrael. That that the so the conversations are that we are really part of something much larger. The conversations are that the that this idea of Klal Yisrael is very real this year. It should always be real, but we get a sense to that to know what's going on with our own people and how they're suffering. And the conversations should be age appropriate, not to scare children, but to have some kind of imagination, some kind of dimion of what it would be if we would be in Eretz Yisrael. And uh, to increase that connection with Eretz Yisrael and to raise the level of empathy. And that's part of raising empathetic children is being able to, to feel the pain of somebody else. Right. There's no greater, stronger way to really give that to them than by saying, you know, we're actually going to take scale back the, the vacation a little bit and really it put into action, not just saying it, you know, we should feel bad, we should feel bad, but to really put into action. That's the, this, right. That we, and, and uh, the various scenarios that one can describe without uh, scaring a child, the, ch- the children who are, are not at home, haven't been home. And, and part of the conversation would be the what if, you know, what if our Children in Eretz Yisrael would see that the kids their age are soaking in the sun. They would see that they're taking in the slopes. It would be such a, they would feel that we are so clueless to what they're going through and we're so disconnected. So try to present that to our children that Claudia Yisrael means connecting with the, the concerns of groups that we may not have a, such a close connection with. Right. It's interesting because I know that there was at one point, like in the very beginning, that someone, a rough had come out saying that no one should be, you know, going out on dates right now, or no one should be going out, you know, any vacation or, you know, time out as a family. Like we should be changing the way that we, you know, completely live our day-to-day lives or our, you know, our weekends or, you know, our Sundays, our nights with, you know, our spouses, whatever it is. Someone mentioned this to me who was living in Israel and said, does that rough think that by people stopping doing those things is really supporting us. So it's an interesting, I, I, it, it's some, someone said that to me at that time. And I'm just wondering what it was, Rev, you think about that. You know, it, that was from someone in Israel who, who was saying that, which is just an interesting, like. I mean, it may be too, I, the, I received a lot of reaction from individuals in Eretz Israel really? that, uh, that said that they, some of the letter got to them and it was a conversation at their Shabbos tables. And that they felt that they felt uh, connected. They mm. felt that maybe the some American Jews really understand what we're going through, or at least want to understand what we're going through. 
yeah, I mean, I, that, that was the way I saw, I saw the Iman. I saw, wow, this is beautiful. This is, this was really showing Iman and Achibotar. So, really. Yeah. yeah. I had a group of uh, uh, teens in the shul over the course of Shabbos. And one of the conversations we had was about uh, how the winter break is going to be, should look different. And, and, and I, I really wanted the kids to push back and, and some pushed back and they said, uh, you know, they said, doesn't this give a, a victory to Hamas if we have to live so much differently? Do the Jews are so really want us to, to, you know, not to have, not to be able to enjoy the times that we can. So as, as I was listening to that and I was explaining why I thought this was, that those ideas are significant ideas, but we still have to have the empathy. So there was a young man in the corner, younger than the rest of the fellows, and he spoke up and he said, I have a brother who's serving now. And he said, and he would be totally dissed. He would be so offended if uh, we'd be taking vacations now. And so that, uh, that's really part of the experience of, of the Jews of Eretz Yisrael. There, there, there's, many are looking to see the Jews of America. We Are you really with them or not? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, you know, to look at it maybe from a different perspective, although it's, it's, it's somewhat similar, but maybe a family who hasn't yet, let's say, they're not, they didn't make reservations to go away. And they didn't maybe make reservations for plans during the day, activities, which maybe are harder to walk back. So they have the ability to really to still, you know, form what that vacation is going to look like. What does that ideally look like? So I, so I, I think it's very important for the, for the time not to be unstructured. The idea of, of sitting at home with the kids out of school, that does not, uh, it's not productive. It's right. not healthy. So what I suggested is for families to figure out what kind of a getaway they need. You know, what, how much leisure time, how far do they have to travel from home? And to, to make a, a cheshman. And, and they need to travel a day's distance, two days distance, whatever it is to make a cheshman of what they need in order to be able to be distance enough from home so that they can relax, spend time together. And then, uh, but at the same time, that it's not, it's not a, as opposed to figuring out where they, you know, what destination they want to go to, what kind of a break do they need? Mm. Um, so it could, some families will do well by having lots of day trips, but a lot of families need to actually leave their home if they can, if they can. Many people find it difficult not to relax in one's home. Right. Um, and then... I, I, I think it's the, the same approach. The days should be, should be active days. The days are the, which have, keep the kids, they keep them sort of busy, but still work in times where there's either some learning, some mitzvahs, it could be, it could be articles, just to, now there is, one of, one of the advantages of social media is that we can feel very connected. Right. To what's going on. So many videos and right. right. So and there and ones that are not frightening. Um, so make that some of the, one of the focal points of the time together. Mm -hmm. And and I think it's important for children, if we can, 
as opposed to feeling that they are being deprived, mm. but to feel they are contributing something. That we really believe that when we say a parak tehillim, that's helping the Jews of Eretz Yisrael, helping us. We really believe that we're learning the extra Mishnah. And we believe that when we learn a Mishnah on vacation, that's, that's a much more powerful event for the Ronishal. And How do we give that over to our children in a way that they can, you know, so, fully? You know, it's because they're, they, when they're learning and not expected to learn mm. in their own minds, and they, and they are giving up something which they would want to do, so that's a, a more precious moment for their bonus hmm. Right. There's a, a story that's often told in the yeshivas that Rav Chaim Shmulevitz was an unbelievable masman. And on the boat from Shanghai to America, I'm told that some of the details don't fit exactly, but the, the event is a, is, a, is a true event. Exactly what the details are, I'm not sure. So they were passing by some glacier. And the boys mm. went to see the glacier, right? So, and he stayed in his, uh, in his room and kept on learning. Somebody knocked on the door and said, Chaim, there's a glacier. And he was watching to see it, the flies have buried. So he wasn't uh, moved by it. He said, so he, but so the, the young man that came to get him said, but this is the only opportunity you're going to have to see this glacier. So he said, it's the only opportunity I'm going to have to learn when I could be watching mm. the glacier. Mm. Mm. So that's the, that's what we have to communicate to our, our, our children that we are asking something of them, but they're contributing something. Mm. They're giving cloud Yisrael. And I'm hoping that by, if we can, if we can get them to the point where they feel they're, they are contributors, they're givers, then that will give them a sense of uh, satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it was so strong what Rebbe pointed out in the email about, you know, we should be conscientious about what we post on social media, because if, you know, our, our cousins or our siblings or, or any, anyone in Eretz Yisrael right. seeing us, you know, out vacationing, it's, it just, the, what message does that send? And it, it's a, it's a very strong idea. So that's a good exercise because we should be careful at all times. <laughs> we post on, uh, we, we post on social media that we're, uh, so this is, would be a good exercise to walk that back and, and Mr. Shem will have good times and peaceful times, but that will still will <laughs> amen, have amen. a greater amen. sense of, of privacy. Amen. Amen. Any, any final message on the right way, the ideal way to do vacation this, uh, this year? So again, I think it's just, a, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity that, and, and we can share with our kids because we're all experiencing or afraid that we're going to experience burnout. We're all, we, we don't do well with, long-term service for Khanulatsan. So I think we can share with our kids this, that this is something that we also have difficulty with. It's not easy for us to say to him every day, to say Vinamokano every day and to and to really feel it. And we have to we have to use our imagination in order to get ourselves to the point. We have to re refresh our memories, remind ourselves. But it's but something that we that we feel is of such great importance mm. that we do that. Right. So I think that um, sharing with our kids that it's not something that the that we're asking things of ourselves as well, but the opportunity to to feel the the difficulty of somebody else, the pain of somebody else, and to and to have children that are more empathetic. So those are 
just that's such an important part of if we can, if it's of being mechanic or children. Right, right. I actually wonder if in a way this could be like a refresh because it's been a very long time and today it actually marks the 100 days. So in a way, it's it's been very hard for people to sustain it. And in a way, forcing yourself to explain it to your children or to rethink how you're going to do vacation in a way maybe can like be a refresh of the way that you are thinking about the the situation in Israel. Because it's like giving us something practical that we can actually do in a different way, as opposed to, you know, like Ravi was saying, like it's hard to keep saying to him every single day, but this is actually a new way of us showing that we, you know, the Imo Anochi Basar in a way. We're trying to have, uh, to encourage people to have learning projects that'll start with winter break and then continue. And then if a family learns something together and, and they're learning this for, for the ASSR. So that I think um, that could have an impact. Yeah. I think that if children are, we always try to make sure that on vacation our children are davening. But if we make, take the extra um, extra care to go to a minion or to bring our kids to a minion. And we're doing it. We say, we, we don't have to go to a minion. It is, uh, you know, 40 minutes out of our way or something. We're not mukhiv to do But, you know, Jews are based store. We have to improve our davening. So there are different ways that we can bring it home to our children in a way that, again, I'm hoping that they won't feel resentful because they'll feel that that they're they're givers, they're contributing something. Right, right. And I know already, I, saw, I heard so many people talking about it in the in the community about how impactful Rebbe's email was and Amrit Hashem, it'll be even more impactful now. Yeah, so when, it, when we first, when this first came, when we first put it on people's uh, plate was was uh, back in November. Because that's the time people plan vacations. Right. And I remember asking the community, there's no way that we can even plan a vacation. Now, how can we even think? And hopefully, I, I, at that point, I was hoping that by the time January would roll around, right. things would be, we'd be in a better place. I didn't think we'd still be here. But you, so I said, so your vacation won't be so well planned. It just, you can't plan a vacation while you're still suffering this way. Right. But now we're, we're at the time when the schools are closing and the kids are home. And I think that uh, having this conversation and getting out there, so for me, it's an opportunity not only to tell people what I think we shouldn't be doing, but more important, <laughs> to tell people what we, what we should be doing. Right. And that, uh, I think as a result, we have so many creative people and so many creative parents that uh, it'll generate many, many more ideas. Amen. 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 Thank you, Abby. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Jews Next Door. I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. I'd love to hear your takeaways. Reach out to us. Reach out to me at yair at jenoff.org. Hi at jenoff.org. You can check us out on the website. You could leave a question there. We'd love to be in touch. Please be in touch. Check us out on Instagram at Parenting the Jews Next Door. Hit me up on Twitter at yair Manchel. And we got, we're on TikTok now too. We have some great content, a lot of really great insights into parenting, tips, parenting pointers, reaction videos, and quotes. We have a lot going on. We have a lot of articles. You want to check it out. Check it out at jenoff.org. You won't be sorry you did. And I look forward to hearing from you. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, make sure you subscribe and share it with your family and friends. Looking forward to another great episode next week.